Hey, and welcome back to season two of the She Thrives podcast. I'm so excited to finally be able to sit down and podcast again. This has been a crazy few months for me, but nonetheless, I'm excited to be here and so excited for season two. I've been listening to so many podcasts recently, just trying to get inspired and just to get different topics, and I'm super excited about what I have in store for this next season. But by the time that this podcast is uploaded onto Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever podcasting site you guys are listening to, I will have officially graduated from high school, which is crazy because I was literally in middle school yesterday. And as I'm recording this, I'm staring at what I'm wearing for my graduation tomorrow. Crazy. So crazy. And what I realized leading up to this point of high school with literally graduating tomorrow and finishing out high school and saying goodbye to high school is that these past four years of my life have really been so great, but it is honestly time for me to leave. I'm starting to just understand how I've really grown up and matured and realizing that, you know, there's more to my life than high school and I'm so thankful for that. But if there's anybody out there in the same spot, there is more to life than the situation that you're currently in and I think that's my biggest takeaway for sure and in graduating like tomorrow I feel so old like I look at my the school and I'm one of the oldest people there and I can really feel that but at the same time I feel so young and there's so much world out there for me so I feel old but I also feel young and stupid so it's a really weird feeling of emotions but anyway what I want to talk on the podcast about today is this phrase that I'm sure everybody has heard it's pretty famous um, from a majority of different things but that phrase is the best is yet to come and if anybody knows me well or have gone through times of life with me you guys have seen me use this verse verse it's not a verse I've seen this phrase used and it's been used in so many different areas but in my life specifically it's played a really big role in my life and it actually played a huge role in my graduation it was written on my graduation cap and was on my graduation announcements and it's just been this really big mantra for my life but the first time i ever heard the phrase the best is yet to come was actually in frank sinatra's song it's called (laughs) the best is yet to come and i have loved jazz music ever since i was little and i have really fond memories of listening to jazz music in the car with my dad we'd sing together so we're big frank sinatra fans big michael buble fans just really into jazz music and i remember loving the best is yet to come and when i listened to that song for the first time it was really honestly when i think of jazz music that's the song that i think of So it's always just been one of my favorite phrases and I think that it's a really cool mindset to have that, you know, the best is yet to come, that there are things ahead that are going to be great. But, so that's the first time I ever heard the best is yet to come and from that point it was always a really great phrase for my life and then at my youth group in my earlier years of high school that was one of our themes for the year was the best is yet to come. I have shirts that say the best is yet to come, there was a best is yet to come wall And it served as a really cool reminder, and that's when it switched from, you know, a phrase that I liked from jazz music that I listened to with my dad, to this really amazing phrase rooted in biblical truth. So I wanted to share kind of both sides of that, my implication of what the best is yet to come means for my life, and then offer a challenge for you guys. And honestly, it's affected my life in so many areas that it was cool when my youth pastor decided on this phrase because it showed me a different side of something that I was familiar with. I think that happens so much in life 
we stare at the same thing for years and years and then someone comes in or the Lord reveals truth to us and we see things in a totally different light. So originally when I heard the phrase, the best is yet to come, it really meant there are good times ahead. And I think that's so cliche and so easy to be like, yeah, we know. But if you think about it, sometimes it's hard in the middle of really tough times when you just feel like you're in the winter. You know, it's cold, not literally cold. It can be literally cold and that's depressing. <laughs> but in your life, when you think spiritually or emotionally or relationally, things are just dead. You kind of feel like you're floating. You're not connecting to anything. And it's hard to remind yourself that there are good times ahead that there are going to be better days than what you're going through and that there are going to be things that are going to be better. You can look back on this time and realize, wow, it was rough, but there are good times ahead. And I think that that was initially what the best is yet to come reminded me of. It was reminding me that no matter where I am right now, there are better things ahead and that the Lord will provide for me in the future. And I think I don't want to get the wrong impression of that phrase, that there are good times ahead, because I don't want us to always be out of contentment if that makes sense I don't want us to be in a place feeling like oh man I was I wish I wasn't in the season of life like there are better things ahead like I don't have time for this just rushing life because that's not at all what it means but rather just reminding yourself that if you are in a hard spot you will come out of it and I think that's huge to remind ourselves especially as Christians because it's easy to live in that state of feeling depressed or in that state of feeling you know, pushed down or entrapped in something, but just understanding that there are things ahead that are going to be better, but not wanting to rush through the season, but very expectant on those things to come. And then when my youth pastor used the phrase, the best is yet to come, he kind of translated it from, yes, that there are better times ahead to this idea of heaven and understanding that honestly, the best is yet to come. Death is not our goodbye. Death is our hello to what God has in store for us. And I think that death is something that's really hard to talk about and something that a lot of people are afraid of. I'm sure if we asked people, it would be the number one fear that people have. And I think that death is scary, but for Christians, it's the sense of security because we know that the last breath that we have on earth is our first breath that we have in heaven, getting to understand and finally live in the presence of God in heaven and I think that's the best and as Christians we know that we know that the world is not our home and we know that there is more to this world than life itself and it's the life that we get to share with Jesus Christ which is ultimately the best so when my youth pastor used the phrase the best is yet to come it really put in my mind this idea that the things of this world don't matter the things that I allow myself to get caught up in the things I stress about and the things I worry about are nothing in comparison to the best. And I think it was really cool when he used the best is yet to come phrase and the best is yet to come wall, which was a reminder for us to go out each week and grow closer to the Lord, bring others to the Lord, because that was the only thing that actually mattered and just really pouring into the best that would come in the future when we are able to spend the rest of our lives with the Lord. So I think it was just really cool and really special that the Lord remembered how much that phrase meant to me as a kid and was able to use it in different areas of my life, specifically in my relationship with him and in my relationship with the people around us. And I think 
the reason why I chose to put the best is yet to come on my graduation cap and my graduation announcements is because I got to this point at the end of this year where I realized that there was more to my life than high school. And I know there are a lot of different ages listening to this podcast. So people in middle school, high school, out of high school, graduated with jobs, all these different areas of life. And I'm specifically going to talk about high school, but this really can apply to anybody wherever you are, is that there is more. There is more to your workplace. There is more to your school. There is more to high school. There is more to the drama that you find yourselves in. And I think this was a really cool realization for me because... I think it was my last day of school or my second to last day of school and I was just really reflecting in my head I wasn't like openly reflecting but I was just standing back and reflecting on this past year and even just the frustration that I had had that day or in that week and I realized you know there is more to this there is more to what those group of mean girls think about me there is more to the friend drama that i've had with these people or there is more to the hurt that that person caused me there is more to the stress that person has caused me there is more to the hurts that i've caused other people there is more than high school and i've spent my last four years getting caught up in what people think about me what i think about people and stress and all of just the all of that happens in high school I've spent the last four years of my life consumed by that, and now I'm done. Now I'm graduated, and there's more. And it was both comforting and convicting at the same time. First, comforting because, you know, I realized I wasn't able to please everybody, and that's okay. I shouldn't please everybody as a Christian, you know. We want to please the Lord, and that's our end-all, be-all. And I think just realizing that, whew, you know, Thank goodness there's more to my life than high school. Amen? Am I right in saying that? Everybody kind of feels relief in that. There's more than my reputation in high school. There's more than being valedictorian. There's more than that. My life does not end the second I walk off of that stage on graduation day. There is more. And I think that is beautiful and comforting and knowing that the Lord does have a future for us. But on the convicting side, it was convicting Because I had spent the last four years of my life thinking that high school is the end-all be-all. And here I am about to walk off that stage and I have life ahead of me. And to anybody who, really in any area of your life, and I'm even telling myself this about to go into college, there is more than the next four years of my life. There is more than that drama. There is more than the current issues that are happening there is more there is more there is more and I just want to encourage you in that and understanding that you don't have to put all of your focus on your reputation or all of your focus on what people are going to perceive or think about you based off of something else just understand especially if you're a Christian there is more to your life and even if you're not a Christian I pray that first you the Lord reveals himself to you in a way that's new and fresh and open and that you feel loved and feel surrounded by hope and peace. But understand that when you are a Christian, there's more to life than the next four years. There's more to life than the next 10 years. There's more to life than life itself because we hope in Jesus Christ. We put our hope in Jesus Christ. So that was really comforting and convicting to me another realization of what the best is yet to come meant to me and I thought that was really cool in my last two days of high school but lastly when I when I think of the best is yet to come 
I don't want to be so eager for the next thing that I forget to live in the moment. And this leads me into kind of the challenge, not the challenge, but just some tips on how we can ensure that the best is yet to come. And the first one is that we have to live in the moment. And I think that's kind of a juxtaposition of the best is yet to come and living in the moment, but it makes sense. And let me explain that because I talked about it earlier, but when we think of the best is yet to come, we're placing hope in the future and hope in the fact that Jesus is going to fulfill his promises to us. But the flip side of that, in order to ensure that the best is yet to come, is not to rush through the season that you're in, but rather love it and understand that there is more than what's happening. So when stress hits, when anxiety hits, when hurt hits, understanding that there's more than that and that your life isn't going to end with that, but also to take the pressure off of yourself and to relax and allow yourself to take a deep breath and realize, you know, this may not great be great now. The best is yet to come. And that gives me the ability to be thankful and praise the Lord in this moment. And I think that's something really hard. And you can ask my family this week. I've been really stressed and really frustrated with things and people and just all of the stuff circling graduation has been a lot. And I'm struggling between kind of half of myself and the other half of myself half of myself is saying I'm so ready I'm so done let's do this this will be great and the other half of me is like wow done with high school like this is a really sentimental time and wanting to live in that moment and I really love that side of me right now I love the side of me that wants to stare at the pictures a little bit longer wants to walk the halls one last time wants just that last memory and that is the part of me And that's what I realized is that we have to live in the moment in order for us to even appreciate what is next and what is to come. So that's my first tip. The second one is to be open to new things. And especially in my case, about to go into college with four years in a new place, you know, not shying away from trying new things. And I think that's my biggest regret looking back on these past four years, which I did try so many new things and I loved that. But there are things where standing on the stage for graduation where I'm like, dang it, you know, I really should have tried to play basketball or have tried to become a better artist or participate more in music class. I don't know, just things like that. And just wishing that I would have tried more and been more involved. So I think moving forward in these next four years of college, I'm really going to try a lot and I'm hopefully going to reach out of my comfort zone a little bit more than I did these past four years. And I think that when we challenge ourselves and when we try new things that is when we get to reap a lot of benefits of new opportunities so i think that would be the second thing i would tell people really wanting to either make this part of their life a really fun and exciting time or to prepare themselves and set them up for success in this next season of life just being open being open to new things and trying new things and then lastly just understanding that no matter where you are that you do need to allow yourself to take a step back, take a deep breath, and really enjoy. And this kind of connects to the first one of living in the moment, and I get that, but I need the constant reminder to take a step back and take a deep breath and understand that the world still runs when you're asleep. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) The world still runs when you're asleep. And the second I realized that, I realized, you know... A lot of things do rely on me, but at the 
at the same time, I don't have to be responsible for everything. And I've learned this this past week of my life, just feeling like everything I'm in charge of, I feel like I'm in charge of everything. I feel like I have to get everything done, which there are other people. Allow people to help you. Allow some of the pressure off of yourself and just enjoy this. And I think that when we are able to relax and able to enjoy the time and able to live in the moment, really that is when we are stepping into the best, when we are doing the best for ourselves, for the people around us, and really being open to what God has for us because we're not busy running circles and making sure everybody else is doing what they need to do. And I just want to encourage all of us, especially myself, in this really fun time of graduating and moving on, that the best is yet to come. That phrase has meant so much in my life, and I think that it has the capacity to mean a lot in other people's lives as well. And again, it's believing that Jesus is going to fulfill his promises to us, but also understanding that no matter where we are, there is more. There is more to the situation that we're in. There is more that God has in store for us than what he's done. He has not done working with us yet. And that is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gift. So I want to end this podcast with a prayer for you guys for this next week. I'll be back on the podcast next week. So excited to be back in this podcasting schedule. So if you guys have the ability to close your eyes and pray with me, please do. But if not, just allow these words to soak over you and allow the Lord to speak into you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, and I thank you again for being able to come back and podcast and just to share the work that you've done in my life and the lessons that you've taught me. I just pray that we will understand that, Lord, your best is yet to come. You've given us your best, but there is more that you have in store for us, and we're thankful for that, and we're expecting you to pull through in that area. Please just be with us as we enter into these summer months, as we enter into the fun that brings. And just help us to learn about you this summer, to grow closer to you this summer, and help us to live in the moment, be thankful for where we are, but excited for what we have in store. Again, thank you for giving us a future. Thank you for giving us hope and peace and love. And I just pray over this next week, Lord, that we will rest in your love and in your promises. In your name we pray. Amen. So lastly is the challenge for next week. And there it's kind of three parts, but really one major thing that you guys can do this next week. So the three parts are to reflect more, pray more, and then lastly, and this is kind of the task for next week, if you will, but find one story in the Bible, one passage in the Bible, when the Lord came through in the best way possible. And honestly, this is the whole Bible, because when Jesus died and rose again, like that was him coming through in the best way. But find another instance this can be for job or esther or just any bible characters just find a story of when times were tough but the lord provided and i want once you have found that i want you to journal about it pray about it reflect about it and just be open with the lord about where you are in your life and hand him the reins to come through in the best way possible the best is yet to come I am so excited to be podcasting again, and I will see you all next week. Bye.